are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Zoi Pod. In this episode, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about the NBA updates as usual. Um, in particular, the fact that we have just witnessed the very last game where we have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert playing together. Yes, I've said that, and this is my hot take, but yeah, let's just first recap last night's game. Games, I guess, or just game. Just Utah Jazz against the Clippers. Clippers don't have Kawhi, but they didn't need him. They had a very solid team, Terrence Mann, 39 points. Paul George doing it all as always, basically the de facto leader. Basically back to the first team All-NBA form that he was. And yeah, like the Clippers won. It wasn't that close. It wasn't a super, super, duper tight game, but yeah, they were able to win, beat the Jazz, and beat them in six, two straight games winning without Kawhi Leonard, four straight games overall after the Jazz went up 2-0, and advanced the conference finals against the Suns. So what does this mean? Well, you see, the Jazz had the best record in the NBA this season. Um, the, the, they had Defensive Player of the Year in Rudy Gobert. They have pretty much a emerging superstar in Donovan Mitchell. Another playoff series where he pre- pretty much averaged 30-plus. They have a very solid team. Bojan Bogdanovic, Mike Conley, Joe Ingles. And yeah, Mike Conley, I guess you could say part of the reason why the Jazz didn't do as well is because Mike Conley's not fully healthy. But again, got to look and see Kawhi Leonard. Top five, if not top three, playoff NBA NBA play, basketball player in the playoffs due to his clutchness and all that. He was out and Paul George and a bunch of solid role players, I guess, were able to take the win against Jazz in two straight games. Maybe the Jazz underestimated what the Clippers could do, but still there's no excuse. Maybe the Clippers played better without Kawhi. They, maybe, maybe they didn't have without having to rely on him. They were able to play better team basketball. They were better to, to have just better play style in total, but it doesn't really matter. Um, the, Clip, the Jazz still lost, and they're expected to win the series, given how Dallas Mavericks with just Luka, pretty much just Luka, were able to take the Clippers at 7. But the Jazz didn't, and that's quite unfortunate. They lost. And I think major, major roster changes will have to be made. They have have not made the conference finals, even though they made it out of the first round a few years, for a few years, against one time against OKC. They weren't able to get it done last year against the Nuggets, but when they were up 3-1, to one, it's just... And I guess the other year against the Rockets, they couldn't do it. But overall, all in all, they... If, they should have been able to get out of the first round for the last, or get to the next round in their last two seasons. Last season, they were up 3 1 against the Nuggets. They lost three straight. This year, up 2 0 against the Clippers. Games 5 and 6, Clippers did not have their best player, their superstar player that carried them to, carries them usually to victories. And they still lost. Um, Why would I, and in particular, I think. In, involves breaking up Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Like, as good as Rudy Gobert is, three-time defensive player of the year, pretty much anchors the Jazz defense. Um, he, he just can't get it done in the playoffs. Um, 
yes, in the playoffs, I guess defense steps up and all that kind of stuff, but Rudy Gobert, he, he doesn't have the impact, I guess, in particular playoff games compared to all-time great defenders or just, or just the, not the offensive potential that the Jazz sometimes need in the playoffs when they need a score. It's like, can't always have Donovan Mitchell doing like every single thing. You need to have Rudy Gobert at times. You need, you need, um, you need, I guess, other shooters to step up, but Rudy Gobert can be quite a liability on offense at times, especially pick and roll not working super well this series overall due to Mike Conley and Joe Ingles, I guess. Not everything's working out for the Jazz, and that's why I think they need a, a roster swap, or not a roster swap, but a roster upgrade or just a trade to change things around. I'd say keep everyone but Rudy Gobert since... They need a better offensive center, offensive big man. They have, their guards are already really good. Mike Conley, great playmaker. Not in his prime, but still a very solid playmaker. Can shoot threes. Donovan Mitchell, all-around scorer, pretty much a superstar. Nothing to be said there. And Joe Ingles, a solid playmaker as well. Can do it all. Do a lot of things, but I guess in terms of big man, the Jazz don't really have any. I guess Derek Favors. Um, don't think he get get it done. Um, like who else? I don't know. <laughs> Ilya Silva. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the roster right now. They don't really have any good offensive big man. And you could say the same thing about the Clippers, but the Clippers they do have. I guess. Paul jo- Paul George and Kawhi Leonard who are like bigger and who can get the job done. Um, saying like who's a t- who's like a decently tall player, I guess like LeBron size that can run a small ball five. I guess I'm not sure, but who can win? Like they played Nicholas Batum at center and and look how many points Rudy Gobert had. Twelve. That's <laughs> ah, not gonna cut it. And. Yeah, it's just really heartbreaking for the Jazz. They they need better... As good as their offense is all around, they just need a big man who can abuse these matchups or at least a small ball five who can who can actually like pr- be a small ball five. Like I could see Royce O'Neal, maybe Bogdanovich being decent options for small ball five, but you need someone who can at least play the five or at least anyone that can play the five. Not really play the five, but at least be willing to be put against the opposing team's quote-unquote center. And yeah, I guess the Clippers, they have Nicholas Batum for some reason, but yeah, they I could easily see Kawhi playing the five. He has enough size for a small ball five. The Jazz don't have anyone, and I, I'm afraid like if they keep their roster, they won't be getting it. They won't even be getting far. Like this year was a perfect year for them. They had the first seed, a very easy first-round matchup against the young Grizzlies. In this matchup, they're up, like, I could say it over and over again, Kawhi got injured. Like, h- how do you not cl- close out the Clippers like that? Then, the conference finals, a Suns team, which, yeah, they're pretty solid, but it's like the, fir- the first year Chris Paul's playing with all these players. It's like they don't have the chemistry that the Clippers, ha- I mean, the Jazz has. 
Jazz is a pretty well-built team, but at the end, not enough for the last few years, and so I think you need to trade Gobert. I mean, you could probably pick up a, a decent offensive center and maybe some draft picks or another, I don't know, like forward option since they're pretty good on forwards like Royce O'Neal, Bogdanovich, maybe Joe Ingles, but they probably need a solid power forward who could play the five, I guess. That would be pretty good as well. Like, I think Al Horford would be a really good addition to this team. Um, other players... Mm, maybe Serge Ibaka? I don't know, he's getting pretty old. But, yeah, they're... I know they'll be giving up defense, but... Rudy Gobert has not been doing too good for them in the playoffs, and playoffs is when it matters the most. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much my take on the Jazz. I guess on the Clippers, they don't need Kawhi. They're making it to the finals. Um, Why? Well, yes, during next round, DeAndre Ayton can, has been doing so good these playoffs. He could probably expose whoever whoever the Clippers put in the center position. Probably they'll put back Zubac for the first few games to experiment. But DeAndre Ayton, he's going to do a solid job. But I just think the Clippers can actually win this. They're the underdogs for sure, especially without Kawhi. Even with Kawhi, it's still hard to tell because of Devin Booker, Chris Paul. That's a very, very potent backcourt duo. But it's just, I, I just feel the Clippers, it's their year to make the finals. They finally made it out, got over the hump of conference finals, not making it for their franchise history. And now, I think they're going to make the finals. They have a very solid team, even without Kawhi. They have really deep in their guard rotation. They have Randy Jackson. Um, Pat Bev is okay, I guess. He got a bit worse. Um, They have... Also have Luke Kennard is emerging as a very solid, solid option. I guess maybe not good on defense, but very solid guard. Um, yeah, Reggie Jackson, Pat Bev. I guess he could play Paul George as a shooting guard, which I guess he did last game. And as on forwards, you could also have Paul George as forward, Batum, Marcus Morris, Terrence Mann. They're all really good role players who can be very productive at times. It's like you saw Marcus Morris go off a few days ago. Now I saw Terrence Mann's completely career night, a basically a career-defining performance, I think. <laughs> like, he's, you should see the growth in him, and yeah, his middle name is Stanley, so respect. And yeah, second-year player doing big things in the playoffs. Well, I guess you compare that to the Suns, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Cameron Payne, Bridges, Aiton, I don't know, they're they're a well-rounded team as well, they're a very solid playmaker, but I, th I really think it's a Clippers year. I see Paul George continuing to be playoff P, the real playoff P. His, his play looked so good over the last few games, and like Reggie Jackson, a closer, his play also looked so good over the last few games. It's unbelievable. And... Maybe they might not keep this up, but I don't know. It's They're a really good team, and I can't wait to see them make the NBA Finals and see Kawhi get his third MVP. Finals MVP was his third team. 
I predict Kawhi will come back, but that's another story for another day. And yeah. So, in terms of the other games that went on, obviously it was the 76ers being able to force a Game 7 against the Atlanta Hawks. A much smaller victory than anticipated, I guess, compared to the last game or whatnot. Only a 5-point win on Ben Simmons. 25 minutes of play. Like, take that in. 25. Well, I guess you compare it to other players. Maybe it was... They, it wasn't the most intense playoff game, I guess, since no one on the, on the clip... 76ers played over 40 minutes. Like Harris, 39. Seth Curry, 39. Embiid, 38. But Ben Simmons, 25. Pretty much, he, I guess, George Hill and Tyrese Maxey took his... Um, took a spot. Um, they could all shoot better than him. Is being a liability. Liability overall, six points, nine rebounds, five assists. And that's those are very awkward numbers, especially for an all-star point guard like him. Um, like, do I think the um seventy six should continue this into game seven? I have no idea. Um. It's like for the Hawks, Trey Young, thirty-four and twelve, he went off. Kevin Herter doing solid. John Collins not do not that well compared to his usual performances. Clint Capella, pretty good game. Guy Lenari, pretty good game overall, but I just think the seventy sixers they'll win game seven. But I'll save my takes for Ben Simmons and the rest of the squad for another day. But yeah, if seventy sixers taking this in seven, we finally get a game seven. Which will be very, very, very nice and interesting. Two game seven in a row, and yeah, can't wait to see like what's the next game plan. Like, will you keep Ben Simmons out so they won't hack a Ben or stuff like that? Like he's a great contributor, like playmaker, but overall, like against in a playoff situation where the nerves are up in play- tight games, maybe he's not the best option. We don't know, but I think the 76ers will take this next game and advance the conference finals against, I think I mentioned the Bucks will win. So yeah, 76ers against Bucks. They're a pretty interesting matchup. Yeah, and that's my NBA recap from last night's games. As stated previously, um, Rudy Gobert will be gone, but in during this offseason, or at least by the beginning of next season. So watch out for that. And yeah, thanks for listening, and stay zesty.